Care Norris scrubs are designed with you, our healthcare heroes, in mind. Our luxurious scrubs are the perfect blend of style and comfort, giving you the freedom to feel confident and look your best while providing exceptional care. For a limited time, enjoy 20% off of our scrubs with code MCMS20 at karenware.com. Thank you for all that you do for patients and families every day. That's our whole secret sauce, as you might say, of of why uh, we have that competitive advantage. We're actually using that data that we collect in order to provide care in a proactive manner. And I don't, I mean, I can't speak to say that no one else is doing what we're doing, but I haven't seen anyone else uh, doing that type of thing in the healthcare marketplace before. Hi, and welcome to the Arizona Physician Podcast. My name is John McElligot, your host for today's episode. And we're joined today by Dr. Shane Spears, who is with Healthy U Clinics. Dr. Spears is a physician with experience in healthcare leadership, healthcare data modeling, predictive analytics, and geriatric care management. He completed family medicine training with Abrazo Health and went on to complete a fellowship in geriatric medicine through the University of Arizona College of Medicine, Phoenix. During his training, he also obtained an executive MBA at the W.P. Carey School of Business in Tempe, Arizona. He's board certified in family medicine and has an active Arizona medical license. He plays an active role in family medicine and the geriatric medicine communities here in the Valley and serves on the board of directors for the Arizona Geriatric Society, as well as numerous volunteer experiences as a physician. Welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you, to talk to you. You mentioned, uh, I see in this bio here that your favorite food and will always be ice cream. Uh, So do you have a favorite flair? I do. It's going to be kind of out of left field, though. Uh, it's pumpkin pie cheesecake. So I actually used to work wow. at Dairy Queen. I was a uh, an ice cream artist uh, for four years when I was in high school. And then I used to work there when I came back for college. So uh, yeah, kind of random, but it's for sure the best. Is that a seasonal thing? It is. It is. And I really didn't think that we were going to give a shout out to Dairy Queen today, but you know, hey, we'll do it. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, and I like how the title was uh, artist as well. <laughs> For sure. I was an artist making those blizzards. We made uh, the ice cream cakes. I mean, yeah, come on. And you've got to hold it upside down, right? It has to stay inside the cup. You wow. for sure do. Okay. I, you People can know I've, I've been there multiple times. Um, well, thanks so much for your time, and we want to talk about Healthy You. Let's start at the top by telling listeners why you started Healthy You. How did this come about? Well, I think you kind of gave my background. I mean, I'm, and I'll, I'll kind of add on a little. I mean, I'm from the Phoenix area, lived here all my life, uh, ended up moving away for school. And before I went to med school, I worked in the healthcare AI and predictive analytics space. So I tell people, I'm a crappy programmer, but I'm good at math. And, uh, and then I w- did uh, my residency training and then fellowship training, family medicine, geriatric medicine, worked for a couple of the major hospital systems around the valley here, and then uh, jumped on with uh, my partners to start up Healthy You. And, and we did that because, you know, we saw an opportunity being a physician-led organization that, hey, what should you create from an organizational standpoint in healthcare? you would have that foundation in primary care and you would design a system that had 
worked for you as a provider, worked for the community, uh, worked for our patients to keep people happy, healthy, and out of the hospital to be proactive in care. And we didn't see uh, a robust system like that anywhere in the Valley here. And so we saw an opportunity and, and that's when, you know, when we really started to take off and, and we started working on it probably a couple years before we opened, you know, just as, you know, side gig nights and weekends, things like that, to where we really opened our first clinic in January of 2022. And then we ended uh, Jan- or we ended December 22 with 18 sites across two states. So we have 10 out here in Arizona and eight out in California. That's quick growth. Well, congratulations. And sort of the, the data nerd background that you have relates to this next question, which is uh, what data do you have that show the model's impact on patient care and satisfaction? What kind of stuff do you crunch? For sure. And I don't know, this is going to be a into the weeds geeky type of answer, but, you know, we use Athena Health as an EHR and we actually have a proprietary system that we use in-house that's built into the back end of Athena. And so we pull every single bit of patient information. We pull diagnosis codes, vital signs, lab values, medications, everything. And we plug it into a risk algorithm that we developed in-house. And so we actually track not only how we're providing care based on quality metrics, you know, like how we're keeping people out of the hospital, how we're controlling their diabetes, their high blood pressure, but we can also take all that information and show how we're decreasing patients' risk over time meaning we're improving their healthcare outcomes and we're able to track it in real time. So that's something that we give our clinicians access to our, you know, every member of the team here has access to it and so that they can actually track that in real time, which is, which is great. They can show how the system is helping to provide good care, not just them, but, you know, our, our quality personnel in the background all the medical assistants, you know, clinical team members working on the front end, how everyone's working together with that same goal. And I'll tell you, one of the most important things for us when we started Healthy You was if you're going to base a system around quality, how do you align those values every step of the way? And so at an organizational level, that's how we contract with the insurance companies to provide that value of care. From a healthcare provider level, that's how we design our compensation structures all around that value of care, providing good quality care, you know, quality metrics, lowering patient, uh, bettering patient outcomes, et cetera. And then that's what the patients want as well. They want to be happy, healthy, stay out of the hospital, things like that. And so we've really structured healthy you in that we've aligned the values every step of the way, which is hugely important to us. That's really good to hear. Thank you. Um, does that mean if, for example, the value of care, how that's defined goes down, then people on your team are earning less? Like how, how does the compensation structure, so tell me the secret sauce, I guess, but we've talked to several other practices about how they try to structure that and not skew it one way too far or the others or disincentives, you know, for people to see patients who might be complicated cases. Actually, that's a good question. Um, and we thought about that as well. So we have uh, a compensation structure that consists of a few different things. 
And, and the first is the quality metrics. Um, depending on what, you know, accountable care organization you're contracted with, your different insurance companies, you're, you're measured on quality metrics and hitting those is the first part of that. Second part of that is internal uh, reviews and, and reviews by patients because it's just important as important to us that our team members are operating in an environment where they feel cared for, that they're have that their team members are supporting them just as patients are giving reviews. So that's the second part. And the third part is risk and risk reduction. So it always bothered me that you know people were getting paid the same that take care of a thousand patients down at the county hospital as they do taking care of a thousand patients out in Scottsdale, right? I mean, inherently those patients are underserved at the county hospital. They're, they require more attention, more medical care. And so that third aspect is risk and risk reduction. So the sicker your patient panel is overall, the more you get paid. And the more, and the more you reduce that risk over time, you also get paid more. So that's how you counteract the idea that if you have a super sick patient panel, you know, in an underserved area of the community, that's accounted for in how our compensation structure works here. How do you take approaches to keep costs or care down and revenue up? The, well, that goes back to the point I mentioned earlier about how we contract um, with the insurance companies. I mean, we designed a system, you know, we're not concierge medicine. We, we don't deal with the 1%. We deal with the 99%. I mean, I'd say we're probably on, you know, 98, 99% of the insurance companies in the area. Every region that we go into is the same. And so we contract with them to provide that quality care. And so that's how I mentioned we structure Healthy You to align the values every step of the way. Okay. The second part of your question was how do you keep care costs down, revenue up? I mean, that was the revenue up question. And mm -hmm. then keep care costs down is being proactive in care. I mean, our whole system is designed to have every member of the team, the providers, clinical team members, medical assistants, et cetera, be proactive in care. Like they're constantly looking at what their patients' needs are and asking them to come in for their annual wellness visit. Their diabetes are out of control. Come back in. Let's see if we can add additional medication to control it better. We're truly, and what I believe, one of the only truly proactive healthcare systems that I've seen. And that's how you keep cost of care down. Let's take a short break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Dr. Shane Spears of Healthy U Clinics. We'll be right back. Interested in CME, patient and professional referrals, networking and connecting with other physicians across the valley, want to be highlighted in our Arizona Physician Magazine and Podcast, or interested in exclusive discounts for your next vacation? At MCMS, we offer all of the above to fit your needs as a physician. Join us now. For more info, check us out at mcmsonline.com or give us a call today at 602-252-2015. Hi, welcome back to the Arizona Physician Podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Shane Spears of Healthy U Clinics. Dr. Spears, I wanted to continue the conversation about value and is there added value 
to having physician-led practices in medical groups because I've heard a lot in the last year or so, maybe this is just a natural pushback and the the shift again of mainly hospital-led groups and greater consolidation vertically to a lot of physicians saying it's gone too far. We need to have more physician-led practices out there. Well, I mean, we are, I I think at least one of the largest physician-led groups or physician-owned groups in the Southwest um, with, you know, our different clinical sites out here in Phoenix and then in California as well. And I think there's absolutely a value in that. I mean, healthcare is so complex these days for everything from care delivery to, you know, patient care, patient wants, patient needs, et cetera. I think it takes a true clinician in order to pull all of that together from the administrative side, from the clinician side, to where you always need to have physicians at the table making those decisions, leading those decisions, et cetera. And you need to have other key members at the table. I mean, we have a senior leadership team here that consists of you know, human resources, um, our finance directors, um, our revenue cycle management. I mean, it's truly, when we make the decisions, it's a collaborative decision here, but having that physician lead is hugely important, not only to how the organization is structured, but also how you weigh those clinical outcomes, how you create that culture of care. I think it's hugely important every step of the way. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. We'll see how, what happens over the next couple of years. Um, You know, the systems tend to be more difficult for groups like yours to, to grow. It's amazing that you've been able to do it and, and expand so many locations. I think you'll have increasing interest from physicians and other providers wanting to join a group like that. But, you know, a lot of the people who don't have an MBA, people who are afraid of the finances and um, the structure that you've set up, they just don't know how to do it or they don't know somebody who's been successful, I think is a barrier to them even thinking that this is possible. I couldn't have certainly done it without my two partners, but I would encourage people, if you're looking to do something like this, I mean, grab a few key partners that you that you know you can count on, a few other physicians, maybe someone on the operations side as well, you know, grab some good people. And if you really want to make a change, this is the way to do it. I mean, we're such a key point in healthcare, the different innovative models, things that CMS is doing. You look at, you know, across the country, there are other people with innovative models, and it's all about how to bring that access to care to patients. And and certainly, I mean, I love the system that we have here, but there's other ways to do it as well, or there's unique spins on, you know, different care systems. And I'd encourage people, you know, bite the bullet and do, do it. It's the best way to make change, and, and anything's possible if you put your mind to it. Yeah, that's a great point. You certainly won't know unless you try. Let's cover a couple questions about technology and data and then close the conversation for today. So the medical community continues to evolve. Their technology is coming out every day for care, for data, et cetera. What's your take on big data in medicine? Is there too much? Um, can you make sense of it? You know, And take that from the perspective of what you do at Healthy U. <laughs> for sure. That's actually a good question. And probably my favorite will be my favorite question of the day. I like to think of big data like this. 
at a very basic level, what do the electronic health record systems do? They, they collect data, they're big data storage mechanisms. And, and what do we do with that data? Really nothing. I mean, it sits there, you know, they try to design it in formats that actually make it usable, but we're very reactive. I mean, when I'm going into a patient chart, I'm, I'm looking at my previous note or, or looking at the lab value. It's, I'm using that as a mechanism to access data. And that's why it weighs me down. And so, you know, that's why we designed our own proprietary system here at Healthy You that works with Athena Health, our electronic health record system, in order to turn that from reactive to proactive. And that's our whole that's our whole secret sauce, as you might say, of, of why uh, we have that competitive advantage. We're actually using that data that we collect in order to provide care in a proactive manner. And I don't, I mean, I can't speak to say that no one else is doing what we're doing, but I haven't seen anyone else uh, doing that type of thing in the healthcare marketplace before. Okay. Do you think that physicians are good at adopting new technology or leveraging the data for patient care? For example, what was the learning curve for your colleagues to adopt the processes that you have? It was not an easy learning curve for sure. Um, I mean, we've classically been stuck in the churn out as many patients as you can type of mode for a very long time, whether that be in primary care and subspecialties, surgical specialties, et cetera. And so we're trying to flip that into how do you measure yourself on quality really taking care of a large panel, but in a quality way, um, rather than just focusing on, hey, I, I need to see this many patients in a day, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a hard thing to change. But I don't think we've been able to do that. I mean, just the way that we collect and use data, I don't even think that something like this would have been possible prior to like, you know, two to five years ago or so. And so, I actually think with some of these new innovative models like ours, it will become easier and easier to adopt. It's going to be a slow thing to start, but when you think about it, we're moving in the direction of just providing good quality care and, and measuring outcomes more. And, and how do you account for those super sick patients and how you're taking care of those versus, you know, that being more difficult than taking care of some, you know, young, healthy patient. And maybe that's the geriatrician in me talking, but like, that's what the future holds. And when you think about it, it's just aligning the values with those of the clinicians. And so I think it will become easier and easier to adopt. Probably not everyone agrees with me, but I at least like to think positively, <laughs> right? Exactly. I hope that happens. Um, there's, there's a lot out there, including all the AI-enabled platforms that are growing exponentially. Uh, and I know there's discussion about trying to slow that down um, in all the development. But um, thanks so much to Dr. Shane Spears for coming on the show today. I want to close with one final question. How can listeners connect with your team at Healthy You? A bunch of different ways. I mean, follow us on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. Uh, we're on it all reach out to us. I mean, go to our website, communicate with us, email me straight away. I mean, I don't even give out, uh, I don't know what my office phone number is. I give everyone my cell phone. Uh, I don't know my extension. Like, please email me, email our team, email us 
shane.spears, S-H-A-N-E dot S-P-E-I-R-S at healthyuclinics.com. Reach out anytime. We're happy to chat. We're always looking for good team members to join our family here at Healthy U. And so, you know, as we continue to expand into uh, further into the Phoenix area throughout California and then to nearby markets as well, we're always going to be looking for good people to join the team. So happy to chat with anyone and everyone. Thank you so much. We'll include that contact information in the show notes as well. Dr. Spears, thanks for your time. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. This production is brought to you by Maricopa County Medical Society. MCMS is increasing value for physicians throughout the valley. For more info, check out mcmsonline.com or simply give us a call at 602-252-2015, helping physicians be the best they can be.